we are going to read from Scripture this morning. And we're going to read from Acts, from verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the time or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. This is the word of God. And we thank God for his word this morning. So we've done with, we've, we've spoken about resurrection and Jesus walking amongst his disciples, or with his disciples. And we know that Jesus ascended after 40 days. He ascended into heaven. And we know that he sits at the right hand of Father God and that he hears and that he intercedes for our prayers. But just before he left, he met with the disciples to tell them what is going to happen. And I want to focus on, there was one, 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 just one, one thing in there specifically today. And it's waiting. Any of you had to wait for something today? Eh? Any of you had coffee this morning? Did you have to wait for the kettle to boil? Eh? Did any of you drive in a car today? Did you maybe get to a robot and you had to wait for a red robot? Because you were late. <laughs> and uh, you can't believe that the robot just turned red. Just, yeah, by, um, by the car wash. Um, have you, maybe you waited for your partner to get out of the bathroom so you could use the bathroom, I'm not sure. Waiting, we don't like waiting, do we? Any of you been to a doctor's consulting rooms lately? There's a specific room there called the waiting room. <laughs> The problem is, is that in today's society that we don't like waiting, do we? I don't like waiting. My goodness. Jess told me, Jess yesterday went to Absa Bank. And uh, it's not an advert. It's just not an advert. 
It's, uh, and she had to wait there for an hour, over an hour before uh, the consultant could see her. And uh, she, she sent me an SMS and said, I'm still waiting. You know, I'm still waiting. And it was, it was not a nice, nice way to spend your Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning because you're waiting for something to take place. And in our life, we don't like waiting. I don't, I've never liked waiting. You know, when you get to that um, in a queue at, at Woolies or Spa or this pick and pay at Brentwood, it's also not an advert. Um, it's just like, it's so difficult sometimes to wait in that queue. But we know that we have to wait because in order to wait, we will get what we need. A doctor's waiting room. You have a lot of books in a doctor's waiting room, right? Okay. Right. And they're all over 10 years old. <laughs> they normally have a book there on how to make uh, your house look nice, where to go on holiday, and so home improvements, where a gateway, and um, you know, either the sorry or the Eisgenut. And But they are 10 years old. Those people are dead, you know? <laughs> It's out of date, and it's just not lacquer. You're reading something that is out of date, but at, in a waiting room, though. It's called a waiting room for a specific reason. You get together in that waiting room, and you look across you, and there's somebody sitting waiting for the doctor as well. And you know that, that expression on somebody's face is not always nice. I think the people, and I know there are some folk that work at um, doctors, but I think sometimes, and, and dentists especially, they like to hear or see your facial reaction when the drill goes through that. And it's like, but anyway, waiting. But we know when we wait in that waiting room that something for something specific. We're there for a specific reason to see the doctor. Or the dentist. It's not the consulting room. It's the waiting room. It's the place where we wait to, to do things. Now, in the scripture we just read, there's a few things that take place. And one of the things is Jesus gives his disciples a specific task. What did he say? He said, wait. And he said, wait where? In Jerusalem, right? Wait for what? The gift that the promise, the gift of the promise the Father would send. I don't know about you, but I can just imagine these, these disciples sitting or around Jesus and they get excited. They get excited because uh, Jesus is with them and Jesus is going to give them something and has, has promised that he would lead them. But then he tells them, I'm going into heaven. I'm leaving you today. But I promise you that I will send what the Father has promised. I can just imagine uh, how they must have felt. How would you feel? If you had a couple more minutes with Jesus and he says to you, instead of starting something 
instead of Peter, instead of you putting a 10-year plan together, Matthew, instead of you being the accountant and putting the financial budgets together, don't, don't do that yet. Wait. Wait. I think often we don't like waiting, especially for the Lord. The Bible says the following in Psalm 27. It says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. In Psalm 37 it says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently on Him. Proverbs 20 reads, do not say, I'll pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the Lord and He will deliver you. Isaiah 30 reads, For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for Him. We don't like waiting. I know I don't like waiting. So often we, we want to do the things that we want to do because it's easier. Instead of waiting for the Lord. Imagine that the disciples had to wait in the upper room for 10 days. We sometimes wait for what we pray for. We pray for healing. We pray for financial assistance. We pray for our families. <clears throat> we maybe pray for a new job. We pray for South Africa, for things to change. We pray for COVID. Any of you prayed for things like that? Eh? All of us. Any of you waited for an answer on things like that? Not always. We pray for family life. We pray for relationships. I know I did. Sometimes we give in. Sometimes we don't push through. Sometimes we, we can't wait enough. We just want to do, we just want to go through those steps and get to uh, the point where we want to be. Maybe God is saying to his disciples, don't do anything yet. Go back to Jerusalem and wait there. Maybe why? Maybe to rearrange their priorities. See, the disciples wanted Israel to become the new world. They wanted them to, for God to change, Jesus to change Israel, to take it away from the Romans so that they could be in control again. To take away, make sure that the priorities that had to happen was correct. Sometimes we need to wait. And God changes our priorities. What is important for Him, not necessarily for us. Maybe God tests our faith. I'm not sure whether He's the God of testing. But maybe He places something on our, on our way and says, Okay, well, instead of doing that, wait. Don't rush into it. It's very difficult to wait. Because we like to do our own thing. A lot of folks are leaving South Africa to go overseas. Because the grass is greener in England. <laughs> or in New Zealand. Or in Australia. Not in South Africa. But it is. It's as green as you want it to, want it to be. 
the thing is, is that God is the same in the UK or America or New Zealand or Australia than what he is in South Africa. And sometimes we just need to give God, the, give God what God deserves. Sometimes we just need to wait upon God to show us, to guide us. And yet sometimes we don't do that. Who of you like um, a cold, cold, cold drink uh, in the summer? What do you normally put with that cold drink? Ice. Right. <laughs> Not brandy. <laughs> because some people drink whiskey. It's just like... Okay, so you know what this is. Right. Ice maker. For those that are young, this is you put water in here. <laughs> and you put it in the freezer. Okay. And you leave it there until it becomes ice. The problem is, is that it takes normally three hours for it to actually become hard and become solid and to be able to use what it was intended for. And it's like our lives, okay? It's like if we wait, it will become what it was intended for. And yet when we're not, when we don't do that, what happens is, is that sometimes we... We put the water in and we wait an hour and a half because we think, okay, it's going to be ready for that brandy and coke. Okay? But it's not. You are getting water that, is, that, is, that can't be used. What does water do? Okay, it thins out that coke. It doesn't make it taste like it's supposed to. All right? If we, if we wait, it will be solid. It will... It will it will cool that Coca-Cola. But if we don't, it will dilute it and it will taste like tab. <laughs> it's not that. It's like, it's like our lives too. If we wait, just wait upon the Lord, we will be able to be used in the right way. The right thing will happen to us. But if we take, if we don't do it and we don't wait, we are diluting what we are supposed to be doing. We are not doing what God wants us to do because we are doing what we want to do. And the outcome is not the same. So the disciples had to wait. They had to wait upon the Lord. They had to wait for, for the Holy Spirit. And we know because next week the Holy Spirit comes and they fills every single person with the Holy Spirit. There's a fire that shines above their heads. And we know this because the Bible tells us that Peter, Peter stands up and says, we are not drunk. Right? He says, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. But we need to wait. You need to wait. I need to wait. J. L. Parker writes, Wait on the Lord is a constant refrain in the Psalms, and it is a necessary word, for God often keeps us waiting. He is not in such a hurry as we are, and it is not His way to give more light on the future than we need for our action in the present, or to guide us more than one step at a time. 
When in doubt, do nothing, but continue to wait on God. And when action is needed, light will come. See, while we wait, we might as well pray, because that's what the disciples did. Continue to pray for God to give you an answer. Continue to read Scripture. Continue, continue to be in fellowship with like-minded people. Who of you like coming to church? I do. I really do. Because it is just such an amazing place where we meet each other. Where we can just have a small conversation. Or a big conversation. Where we can come together to praise God. To pray for each other. Because it's vital. And that's what the disciples did. And so, if ever you need to, to wait upon the Lord, today maybe, you need to go back to Him and say, God, I want you to help me. And I'll wait for your answer. Know that God is His own time. It's definitely not our time. So today we're going to have the candles. Maybe there's some, something that you've prayed for in the past and that God hasn't, hasn't answered you yet. Maybe we have done something that out of our own will and not waited for God to answer us. Maybe we come again today and maybe we come and light a candle. You don't have to. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. But maybe you want to do that. And we wait upon the Lord. We wait for the Holy Spirit to fill us, to guide us, to love us. We say together, now... May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.